Hi, I'm Sandy Mackey. And I'm Al Curtis. And you are listening to Conversations with Ask the Pool Guy and Ask the Pool Girl. So this time of year, it is February 2020. It's sort of, for us, the winter season where there's less work to do, more, less construction outside in terms of pool construction, and more of the internal work of reflecting on what it is that we intend to do as the spring comes on. We're, we're in the north, we're in Michigan, where there's several months of the year that you just can't work, although we've figured out this year how to work most of it because we have projects to work on and and you kind of push through the weather. But I was sitting there last night and I think this is a good place to jump off. I was sitting last night at a gymnastics meet of all things. My daughter Molly, my third daughter, she is a sophomore in high school and she's on the gymnastics team. And while the older my older two girls were also gymnastics and I've been going to gymnastics meet now consistently for like 17 years I was sitting there last night reflecting in this moment there's all these things going on there's there's all these different events happening in these high school girls doing flips and things off of the Uh, off of the vault and there's beam happening and there's floor and there's uneven bars and all this stuff. And I kind of had this interesting moment where while sitting there in the midst of all this, now let's picture a really small space where all the parents are there and all their children are there. There's two teams with all these people and it's kind of a closed space So the action is happening like right in front of you, not at a distance, but right in front of you. And in this, in this moment, it's almost like I separated myself from my existence, my being and things happening to my right, things happening in front of me, things happening to the left. Uh, people sitting all around me because the parents are there and, and literally it feels like I could almost reach out and touch the 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 vertical bar as part of the bars. It was like we're we're super close to all of that. I had this surreal moment. And and it was this recogni- recognizing and this realization that I'm sitting here breathing and I'm alive. And it was kind of an awkward but interesting moment of wow. I get to be here. I get to exist in this moment. I get to enjoy this. While I'm a pool guy, I build really cool swimming pools. I really live my dreams. I can't even believe that it's possible that people pay me to do the things that I do. And I get to live and experience these moments. But here I am in the middle of this chaos. The the gym was 100 degrees. The, The... poor girls that were performing were sweating profusely and it was just hot for whatever reason this room was just stifling and I had this amazing moment this epiphany moment of but I get to be alive 
and I get to do what I love to do. And it got me to thinking about my work. The thing that I do, that I spend my life obsessing over and being a part of, and it's swimming pools of all weird things in the world, that's what I get to do. And it was kind of an enlightening moment of, I get to be me. This is what I grew up doing as a young adult, as an adult, as a fairly matured adult, as now an old man adult. I get to do this thing, and it that thing is I get to do swimming pools. I get to build them. I get to create them. I get to design them. I get to be around the people that help me create them. I get to be around the customers that desire them and want them. And it all hit me in this weird, surreal moment of girls flipping over to my left and and other girls dancing on the floor, flipping and twisting and doing things and girls on the beach. You know, again, gymnastics, it's a female sport, so that's why I'm saying girls everywhere because it was girls everywhere. And this moment of amazement hit me that I get to do the thing that I love to do every single day. And I think that's a good jump off point to talk about from a podcast perspective, talking about the thing that you get to do and can you love it? Do you want to love it? Do you care enough to love it? And in my case, I found out just in that moment, there was this whole new realization that I freaking love this. I love to be in it. And I thought that would be a good place to start out. Sorry for getting all emotional about it, but I, I thought that would be good, be a good place to jump out of a in, into a podcast around loving the thing that you do and caring enough. While we're in the midst of winter time, where it's less about doing and more about thinking about the future, but wondering where everybody else stands on that. And I thought maybe Sandy, you could share. From your perspective, because you see the world of pools from a little different perspective than I do. In terms of I'm out in the field grinding it out every day. You're in the office managing it and allowing it to be. Dealing with customers, dealing with relationships, dealing with uh, suppliers and uh, the finances and the... The ability to allow me to get out there and just create, you kind of come at it from a a little different perspective. And I thought this would be a good place to jump off to talk about the differences about what we do. And and yet they kind of go, go toward the same goal of being great every day, being legendary every day, living a life and a dream and an emotional connection to living a life that's legendary. While my my life is legendary and then I get to go out and create every day these really cool projects which then I get the credit for, which while I'm only part of it, I'm orchestrating it, but there's these amazing team members that are building a lot of it. I get that accolade. You really are the support team that makes it even possible for me. So what is... 
to you that living legendary thing because I think we each have it we bring a little bit different perspective because my living legendary is going out and doing it your living legendary is something a little bit different than that and I'd like for you to share what you think that is Well, yesterday, I had the opportunity to talk with somebody who has heard about the pool company from some friends that used to work with us. And she was excited to come in and talk to me about working with the pool company And it was really a fun kind of meet and greet, get to know her because I had said, well, like, what have you heard about the pool company or why did you reach out? And she had just said that from everything she's heard about us, it sounds like a super cool place to work. And then I had asked her, well, what role are you looking to fill? Like, what have you heard about that you think you know, intrigues you the most. And she said, well, kind of like the day-to-day and the personal assistant and things like that. And it's really interesting because Living Legendary and my role in what we do is such a crazy, eclectic mix of random things. So it does involve dealing with customers. It does involve email. It also involves processing orders for fairy tabs. Some days it involves painting a school bus. Sometimes it is picking up things from a supplier and bringing them somewhere else. A lot of the time it involves taking cool pictures and putting fun captions on them and putting them on Instagram. So it was really interesting and I always love when people start talking about like what they've heard about us in terms of our company and the way that we operate because it is so hard to put it into words that I really enjoy when people try to build the pictures of kind of what they've heard about in this mysterious magical place that makes zero sense whatsoever. Yet once you're here, it makes all the sense in the world. So we, we do run a pretty close knit team And a lot of people have been connected on the team for a long time. But then anybody who has worked with us, like they become a part of this legendary family forever. Because once you've learned about the way we think, the way we do things, if you've been invited into our space, then you kind of get it on some level. And that never leaves. And it's been really interesting throughout the years since we've you know, really kind of planted that flag in the ground to say who we are, what we stand for. The people that have like introduced new people to us because they think it'll be a good fit for whatever reason. So the last couple of people that we've met have come by way of recommendations of people that worked with us several years ago. And in one case, they said, well, I think they'll be like really good to be on the team with you. Even maybe more importantly, you'll be really good for them 
in developing some aspect of like their life right now. So that was a really kind of fun thing. So look for a couple new faces to join our team in the coming season because because they've shown up. If you listen to our podcast probably several weeks ago, we may have talked about just in general in the industry, there's a lot of opportunity for people to join the industry. And it's not always that easy to figure out where these people are going to come from. And I'm sure a lot of the trade industries right now are in a similar predicament just because of like everything I've heard but where do you go to look for somebody who likes variety they don't necessarily want to do the same thing every day yet they have some skills and abilities that make them qualified to do technical work at times and do art work at sometimes being willing to kind of be all in when they're there and find more of a reward in what they get to do every day than in the money they bring home at the end of the week. Because I think, personally, part of Living Legendary is understanding we have one life here to live. And some people decide to trade the time in that life simply for a payday. And some people choose to enhance every moment as much as they can while realizing there's some things in life. You need a place to live. You need food. You need different life-sustaining things, but you get to choose where those come from. So that kind of wraps Living Legendary all up in this picture that I've just tried to create about it being really hard to identify, um, but it's in my life, Living Legendary is working with cool people on cool things, new ideas, um, and not waiting for a weekend to arrive so that you can live. It's living every day. So as I'm sitting here thinking about what you're talking about, and I'm trying to reflect on how I would put it into words. The culture of a company, uh, let's talk specifically about the culture of the company that we've created out of independently my experience and your experience and then bringing those together in, in a company is more about living in life in a certain way than money made while doing something. We each have the same amount of hours in a day. We, we all wake up at a certain time and we go to sleep at a certain time and each one of us can make a certain number of dollars during that period of time. But ultimately it comes down to how much you enjoy that, that moment of wakefulness to that moment of sleepfulness and while you're sleeping, things happen, and I get it, and I realize that we dream and we have we have things that happen while we're sleeping, but while we're awake, from the time we're awake to the time we're asleep is where 
life seems to happen. I mean, obviously happens, life happens when we're asleep, but let's just eliminate that because we can't... To this point, I can't figure out how we control that. But we do control the moment that we are awake to the moment that we're no longer awake, which means we're asleep. And living legendary, as we've described it, and the way our company perceives it, is making the most out of the thing that you do while you're doing it and having the and not emotional connection not at the detriment of anything else i think is important to add so so while we're doing something at, at not, we're not wishing we were somewhere else but in the moment that we're doing it we're living this life experience and having the best experience and outcome that we think we can have by choice because that same period of time from awakefulness to to sleepfulness we could choose to believe that it was good or it was bad and if we choose that it was good every day and we choose to love the experience every day and we choose to be creative every day and we choose to because this all really everything that we're talking about I do believe comes down to a choice and if we choose to love the experience, then the experience is good. The experience is amazing. The experience is living life to its fullest, which is what the, the embodiment of this living legendary concept that we talk about is. We're a pool company. We build swimming pools, which from a functional basis is about getting wet and exercising and playing and saying that was a good time. But it's way deeper than that, isn't it? So saying that we build swimming pools, that is everything we do. And it is nothing, nothing at all what we do, that we it? do yeah. all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because while we recognize that what we do is wrapped around this physical enjoyment slash duty slash whatever around swimming. That kind of has nothing to do it, with it, it doesn't, does it? why people no. hire us. Mm -mm. No. And that can become an interesting balance. So from a customer perspective, they call us and say, I'm interested in having you build my pool. When we're screening those calls initially, we're looking for the cues that the people who've called the end product is they're looking for a pool, but they're asking for everything outside of the pool meaning I'd love to have you come in so we can dream about what could be possible so I could feel like a kid again so that we could decide to work with you and my children could have this experience of having your team come into our yard and create something so they can be a part of it they can watch it they can see what's going on and they can feel a certain way about it and we can feel a certain way about it. And at the end of the project, yes, you have a pool which contains water you can jump into. But getting there is the living legendary experience that is, it's priceless. It becomes, you know, permanently stored in the memory bank of the people that we built for. So think about the Pleasant Valley pool. 
that rustic adventure where the two littlest um, children in the family were there every day, little boy and a little girl, interacting with our team, wanting to bring the girls on our crew for show and tell so that they can, you know, just meet their friends. Like that is an activity, having our team in their yard for a summer. That is an activity that they will talk about for the rest of their lives. So it could have been, you know, I was home on my summer vacation and, or they're like too young to have to go to school, but you know, I, I was home and we played outside and we did this, but this is like a, a memory marker of, I remember that summer that like we met all these other people and they came to our house every day and they built this like really crazy thing, but it's not about the pool that they have. It's about every day, these fun interactions of like being present in the moment and noticing what's going on that become a permanent part of their like permanent life record. So so it's really the momentary emotions that those children are feeling. Because as I was thinking about that and thinking about that particular project and recognizing that those children, while witnessing it from the window as we're building and then our interactions with them, it becomes this moment by moment, almost, uh, we would call it bookmarks. For those of us that speak our lingo would re- realize that what bookmarks are, there's these moments in our, in our emotional, mental memory that we kind of create a stopping point where we recognize something. And those children for sure have these bookmarks of time and how important those were to them. And while a parent doesn't necessarily understand its value, think about over the next 20 or 30 or 40 years how important those moments are for them. So this living legendary concept of building in a certain way that we affect people for all of their lives, how important that is. And think about being a parent going, if I could create an environment and I could, as weird as this sounds, if I could hire a contractor that could impact my lives, my life and my children's lives for the rest of their lives, how important that is. And while we like to think that everything we do is purely process, it's purely uh, decision-making as adults, it is not. It becomes a step far greater than anything that we could do beyond beyond the individual emotion. So as a kid witnesses this thing that while it doesn't seem to impact their life, it's amazing how it impacts their lives. If we can position ourselves to help someone influence their children and their families in that positive way, what a powerful position. And that's 
that's to me what living legendary is today as we've been able to position ourselves to make it that important that we have yeah what do we think if we if we move past the emotional connection if we move past all of that what do you think it is that we do we build pools we connect with people's lives. We, we influence their children's thoughts for the future, which is all the things we're talking about. But beyond that, in a, in a synopsis, what do you think that the living legendary brand and idea of Ask the Pool Guy, le- Legendary Escapes Pools, what do you think it is that we, that we do? That is a great question. And I'm going to put Kyle on the spot because Kyle just joined us from the land of Kyle. Lucky Kyle. Yay. Walking right in to have this conversation with his why, mother. Kyle, is, Kyle is, being the son of Sandy Mackey. Which is why really? I put the dogs out because I heard the signature sound of the Kyle mobile rolling up. And I didn't want the dogs to have a crazy reaction. So I schlepped them outside. Yay. Incognito. So, Kyle, yes. living legendary. What does it mean to you? And, like, you know, bottom line, we're kind of a pool company. Yeah. And yet we're talking about how nothing we do is really about building pools. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Well, I think... Bottom line, I'm assuming you're recording this? Yeah, it's a podcast. Oh, sweet. Surprise! Yay! Uh, bottom line, I would think that living legendary kind of implies no compromises, live every day as enthusiastically and as fun as you can make it. That's kind of what I think. Life's too short to not have fun. So what does that mean when it comes to, like, working on a job site or building a pool? Don't let the greed of finishing the project or the greed of the money blind you to the fact that you're still here for a limited amount of time. Do the shit that makes you happy. Do the shit that works. And do the shit that makes you want to continue doing what you do. That's a lot of words of shit, but I like it. (laughs) And that's another thing. Don't be afraid to curse. That's right. Life's too short. Exactly. Well, we were just talking about how, like, the Pleasant Valley pool, where the um, the kids got really connected, I know, with Karen and Jesse and Kaylee especially, and they were, you know, drawing pictures and bringing gifts and things, how for somebody who's three years old, four years old, five years old, like, the the summer of having our team build their pool is going to permanently be a part of their life it's like their living legendary kickoff summer when we built this pool and i mean it's kind of about the pool because they get to jump in it from now on but the mental bookmarks they have from each day when they were interacting with our team in their yard like those they're going to remember for the rest of their lives i feel like in the case of our company the certain way that we do things it's important to realize that even if we're just building a pool which we're not we're building much more than a pool 
every time we go to someone's house to introduce them to the way we do things, we also introduce them to, I guess, the infinite possibilities that any company could do anything. Because we do our, our thing a very, very different and special way. But I feel like it's important to realize that this could trickle down into any other industry, car manufacturers, like auto shops, grocery stores, anybody could have their own special way that could, in theory, you know, rival ours. I think if a lot of people realize that as they interact with us, I feel like the world could be a lot different and a lot more fun. Because too many people are blinded by the end goal, not the journey to get there. They're stuck in the money. They're stuck in mm-hmm. the hardship of getting the the worry and the concern. And this is just a way of living to not have that be a part of their lives. Well, and yeah. I think even though we can talk about living legendary from a place where we've experienced it and people who are just opening to the possibility, like a pool builder that we just met and we're like yeah you can make your own rules you can decide who you want to work with you can only do projects that make you really happy and you don't have to say yes to the things that don't they're going like whoa like this is crazy that's not possible for them so i think even though we talk from this perspective like we still have all of those normal moments that creep in We can be building the biggest, best, most exceptional project of our lives. And we can still have that moment of doubt that says, should I just be focused on getting us to the finish line? Or am I valuable enough to be able, am I worthy enough to be able to do that? There's two parts of that. So a Mm -hmm. lot of those things can creep in and I don't think it's, bad or it's wrong when it happens I think that's an invitation for us to uh, practice the awareness a little bit more of like reinforce people chose us for a reason in any one moment if we don't feel like it's awesome that doesn't make it wrong it's just different and if we can remind ourselves and remind those around us like why it all comes back to like why are we even doing this then i think we can get those thoughts out of the way a lot faster i think we also understand that we've been all in all of those positions we've felt the world of lack and yet we've felt the world of plenty and as you're saying and it's no different we could have felt them years ago sure we could have or we could have felt them yesterday (laughs) and it doesn't really matter yeah they're all it it comes down to making choices about living a certain way which goes to that living legendary concept of i'm going to choose every day to feel okay with what i'm doing and i'm going to work to improve myself every day as we work to improve our company every day. And our company is one thing, but we have to improve ourselves individually every day for the company to get better. Better. The company doesn't just like magically get better on its own, but as each of us, each of all of the team members makes the decision to get better every day as a human being, our company obviously 
gets better as a company. It, the company doesn't just get better and magically we're better people. We become better human beings and as a result, the company gets better every day. So tell me, from each of our perspectives, what is something that you could recently look at that was you getting better or improving or some type of experience, thought, video training program that made you better? And I'll kick it off with two things. Two things that recently happened that contributed to me getting better were number one, the unsinkable kind of movie program that we watched and shared with a lot of people is about living in the land of possibility. So it's it kind of broken down into language that could hit somebody if they're seeing it for the first time. Unsinkable Yet, the movie. Unsinkable the movie. Okay. And I took like pages of notes every time I watched it and it made me just better and better by incorporating the messages and kind of hearing something that sparked thought and taking notes. And then the second thing I think that made me more aware of that is our team trip to Washington, D.C. to see some of the landmarks, be a part of somebody's bucket list items, and then heading to the pool show. Like, that whole experience for me, while I feel that my life has been full of a lot of rich experiences, continued to put new rich experiences in front of me that shifted me again, I believe, into a better version of who I am. You know, there's a lot of things that I noticed that I became more aware of. There's a lot of things that I developed a deeper appreciation for. There's a lot of new things and new thoughts and new feelings that I had around life and living and appreciation and things like that. So those are a couple things that like just recently in 2020 that have impacted me. So what are some of the more recent things in each of your Al and Kyle's lives that have done similar things? I have a list of a lot, but maybe Kyle wants to share first, or... Yeah, you know, if we have a little bit of time here. Okay. So, uh, this actually happened very recently, and when I say recently, I literally mean yesterday, and it kind of opened my eyes in a way that I didn't really expect it to, because it's something that I've heard quite a bit from this person. So, Monica came by yesterday for the, uh, the meeting, which is, you know, normal, and I was in the... The, the kitchen here working on a computer and Monica walks through the door and says hey the genius is here and this is something that Monica has referred to me as for a couple of years as I've helped as I've helped her with tech support internet problems that sort of basic stuff and I've always kind of deep down kind of like cringed at it because I don't really like I haven't always believed that I'm a genius but I realized yesterday that it doesn't matter if I believe it it's all a matter of perspective to someone else, the things that I do that I consider basic, basic tech support is well beyond other people's grasps of the subject. So what I view myself as and the skill level that I attribute myself to having is not necessarily accurate all the time. 
because everyone else has a different set of skills. Everyone else has a different perspective on the things that I do, and I have a different perspective on the things that they do. So just because you think you may not be the best at a certain category, and you may not be the best, just because you think you are not doesn't mean you don't have more skill than you realize. And I feel like that was an important lesson for me to learn. And it took me a couple of years of Monica calling me a genius for me to finally understand, I don't fully have to believe it. I just have to know that I do have some skill and other people do see that and acknowledge that. And that was kind of a uh, heartwarming moment for me to finally like get that like knock out of my brain. Like you don't have to fully believe that you have, you're a genius with a 300 IQ. Just because you're good at something is good enough. Well, while you're... Well, that is spectacular. Yes. While yeah. you're feeling insecure about your knowledge, your knowledge is clearly... Blowing someone else away. Way above and skyrocketing above someone else's knowledge about a subject. That creates, in their mind, your genius. Yeah. Your genius does not start in you. Your genius starts in the perception that someone else has about you. And in Monica's case, because it's something that she can't possibly fathom knowing, but you do know you obviously are a genius. And I get it that right. you're feeling insecure in yourself because you could be better, yeah. which we all could be better. But when we're so much above, above quote-unquote, above someone else because they don't know that information right. that puts you in genius status, which is what clearly was happening in that particular case. Yeah. Well, that's a part of living legendary, too, which, like, if I had to come up with a fundamental definition of living legendary, it is showing up and shining your light, whatever form that takes on, so that other people become empowered to be to their shine best version theirs right. as well to be their best version so measuring yourself like against someone else is what we're conditioned to do our entire lives based and that's, on and that's a recipe for disaster based on like it the is, school system mentally. and like just how life unfolds i think that that healthy awareness that you tapped into wow. yesterday is if I'm continuing to grow and change and can satisfy some measure within myself, like that's the secret. And if I show up and other people can appreciate aspects of me as well, even better, but we don't have to hang our hats on what somebody else thinks of us. Like that, just showing up as the best version of yourself is living legendary. Whether acknowledged it or not by anyone because that right. doesn't matter. It's whether you acknowledge it yourself. Well, and think about mm -hmm. too, like the the seemingly insignificant moment. Like how many years has Monica walked in and she's referred to Kyle with all of these, like Monica Words does really of, think you're a yes. brilliant genius. Yeah. Awesome. You got the whole world at your feet. Because he so Monica is like, said Kyle's a genius and he's so smart and so she's in awe of Kyle and she has been for you've known Monica for years yeah it's been and at least eight. like yesterday yeah literally Monica's version of showing up and and being her own version of legendary contributed to like 
kind of a, a major aha in Kyle's life. Like that is the epitome. He's the shit, is what you're saying. He's that's the, the epitome yes. of living legendary. It is. It is. We each have something that we're really good at, and while we're vulnerable and we feel vulnerable about it because we don't want to self-proclaim that we're so cool, the world sees us as so cool. And that was an example of Monica's admonition toward the fact that Kyle is so fucking cool. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's powerful. It's amazing. And because he has a skill set that she doesn't possess... It, it adds so much credence and power to the fact that he has this great skill set that while it's normal to him, it's amazing to someone else. And understanding that is a powerful place. And that's it's a good example. That's an excellent example. Much like where this conversation started when I was sitting in that gymnastics meet and all of a sudden I got this overwhelming moment of I'm sitting here, I'm breathing, I'm alive. Every moment is mine. I could cherish this moment or I could let it go. I could ruin this moment by by ignoring it or I could live in it. That's kind of where we started with this conversation today was that moment in the gymnastics meet where while all this stuff is going on, I had this awareness that I'm breathing, I'm alive. I'm a real human being living an experience that's different than everybody else's in this room. Not better, not worse, no judgment to it. We all have our own things, but I was this awareness that I was being, I was a being a being in that moment. And when we get to live that, that's living legendary to me is recognizing that every breath is sacred, that every moment you get to experience something is a moment that some people never get. Uh, and why not live every moment as if it's the mo- the only moment that you have? That's what I came out of that whole experience with myself. And that's living legendary to me. Well, talking about this too just reminds me my experience from yesterday when Monica showed up to come to the meeting, which we have the same like set timing for the meeting every week. Yesterday was a profound moment that touched Kyle and it wasn't necessarily a profound moment that touched me, but showing up every week for that activity is something that's important to me. Living legendary is making those choices to put things in your life and being committed to them that continue to improve you, make you a better person, draw you to them and Living legendary is also letting go of people, relationships, and experiences that don't serve you as much because they either limit or create other senses within you. So tuning into what makes you that best version of yourself and doing more of that by making conscious thoughts become unconscious. Like I can't, so a Tuesday night meeting, which is marketing or motivation or whatever we might wanna look at it, like sometimes they're amazing, sometimes they're not amazing. 
by continually doing them though, I'm making the conscious thought of showing up to do that meeting become an unconscious behavior that like I just have to. Like there's not a decision anymore. It's a part of you. It's a part of who I am and what I do. And sometimes they're amazing and sometimes they may not be as amazing for me, but they may lead others to amazing, which is part of my reason for showing up in the world. And they may you may lead you to something that is amazing while you don't see it in the moment. Your commitment to doing it may lead you to something greater and more important. Especially when other people talk about them. I think that is a fantastic note for us to end on today with Living Legendary. So part of it is showing up. Part of it is being open. And then part of it is telling other people about some of your thoughts and insights. And then maybe a subcategory would be doing something about it. When you learn something, you act on it and you do something about it. Because while learning is passive, doing something about what you learn is active. And when you become active in it, you get results. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Kyle, for being our special and unintended guest. Just showing up today. Yes, well, of yes. Amen. On That's the podcast. Part of, uh, part of the whole gig here. That's it's expected. Up. You yeah. you happen to walk in when it's going on, you're going to have to get involved. So thank you. And I enjoyed it. Perfect.